Did you? Maybe, yeah, but uh, podcast more about women's like women's women's life, right? Because yeah, we, we like go through like a lot of things. Yeah, with kids with guys with friends. I think you should. I want to so, come on your show. If you do it, let me come on. Yeah, I talk. it was more like about like uh, you know how is to to be a woman. Yeah, right, and like the different types of women around the world with like different cultures. What right. they really have to, to go through. Because right. Why I wanted to do that podcast was because I had a really rough childhood. Mm-hmm. So I grew up like as a very like uh, kind of like. Uh, live to survive kind of thing right so growing up like that you get to meet a lot of people just like you too like homeless people right made it from nothing yeah and then being able to go through a lot of bad things and being a good coming out good out of that is kind of like an example to the world 100 percent. that yes you can have bad friends you could be in a bad situation you could be doing bad things, but it's your choice if you want to continue doing it. You can ask yourself, okay, this is good Very or true. bad, right? It's just like the life is about try, good or not good. It's not about trying and staying, right? Yeah, everything try you and do, try again. Yes, and excess, it would I be love bad that. for you. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay, I'm excited then. Yeah, it's cool. I, I was, yeah, I was actually thinking about the podcast uh, thing and I was, it was something, I don't know, I guess I just so busy with my sewing. Yeah. It takes a long. It takes a lot of time to do. Something. I could imagine. I could imagine. It's a hands-on work. That was a good clip. That might be a good clip to use for uh, Instagram. Oh uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Is it ready to roll? Yeah. Awesome. I'm just gonna clap so I can cut it easily. Okay. Then we'll be good to go. Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny, back with another episode. And we got a very special guest in the building. We got Miss Flora Serrano in the building. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Nice awesome. to meet you. Nice, nice very to nice here. meeting you. Um, I was really excited for you to come in because you're the first person kind of from the fashion industry that I've been able to speak with. So I'm really excited to hear your story today. For anyone watching, Flora's fashion, really nice women's clothing, swimwear, all kinds of different stuff. So definitely check out the Instagram. But first, I really want to I want to get a glimpse into who Flora is. So we we're talking a little bit before the podcast. Tell me a little bit about yourself, about your your upbringing. Um, well, I am from Central America. I came from Costa Rica and uh, I came to Canada as an immigrant when I was 18 years old. And uh, because my mom did a lot of sewing back home and she worked from from home, for me, sewing and uh, actually making a garment was something very normal to do. And uh, when I came to Canada, I remember seeing a very beautiful winter coat on a window. And I went inside and I asked, oh, my God, that winter coat is so beautiful. And it happens to be the International Academy of Design and Technology. So it's like an academy to learn how to make the coat. And then the lady said, would you like to learn how to make that? And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> and then she's like, yes, just fill out the form and we'll see if you like get accepted. And I fill up a form to go to fashion school and uh, I got accepted. It was something very uh, out of the blue that I joined fashion studies in Toronto. So, I mean, I, it was so easy for me to do it because I was just making my own clothing since eight years old. Okay. So it's like, 
something like it's really have to go to school to do this. I was like paying these courses of like color theory and and stuff that it was like kindergarten for me. Right. You already kind of knew that. Mm -hmm. Do you still feel like you learned some stuff through that program? I guess I think every career has its basics to build up into something to right. make it professional at a professional level. So, I mean, I believe that there, there could be a lot of uh, classes that we did not need, like color theory to like draw with right. the pen, right? And then after they jump to Illustrator, but then you draw with your pen, uh, color theory with pens, uh, pens and crayons, and then after three months of just drawing on a paper, they teach you a month on computer. So for right. me, it should be the opposite. The computer is more like, it's more difficult. So right. let's try the computer. It's, this is the color theory, quick and paper, but then the computer is what we're doing because it's, that was the future. Right. And, and that is the future actually. But in the fashion business, there's one thing that I don't think they are teaching fashion designers in schools. Everybody has its own um, good for. They have something very major they're very good at. Right, a specialty. Yes. Right. Yeah. So everybody has a specialty. So illustrator is a specialty as a fashion designer. Uh, some fashion designers, they just decide to do beautiful illustrations and they sell them for thousands of dollars. And it's a beautiful work, right? Right. Some other people, they just want to make coats or winter... Um, suits for suits are very uh, difficult to it's very construction very time consuming that's why you get to pay three thousand dollars for a suit sure yeah manual manual labor a lot of goes into that yes absolutely so when you you said you were like eight years old making your own garments doing your own sewing yes pretty little doing that how did you even yeah. get into that? Like, I know it might be a while ago, but talk about how you first even got into that aspect. Well, my mother actually made bags and okay. luggages. So she used to she used to see sewing as a torture. Mm. She did not see herself as a somebody um, there is actually has a talent. My mother used to make... Uh, huge luggages like I've seen her making all of these zippers and heavy duty stuff and and I've always thought why don't she sew clothing I've always like thought to myself clothing would be so cool to make and she just she was just doing it for you know okay I need to make a living I need to make a living right, right. so she was making like for the stores of the city okay. some boutiques will sell, sell her her bags and her um, school uh, bags for kids and I don't think she see it as a brand and, ma and make it like, oh, my God, I am, you know, I, I know right. how to do something. It like wasn't really this. like a passion. It wasn't a passion because back home, you know, like Latin people are very like hard workers. Okay. They, they like to work hard for living, right, instead of value themselves. And, and yes, the work is there. The money is there. But first, you have to value yourself. Right. You have to know who you are good for and value that. And I think the culture has a lot to do with a lot of, uh, you know, like a lot of things. And in uh, my side, I I was eight years old. I saw my mom kind of like struggling 
I actually thought I wish I never have to sew in my life mm. because I saw it as a as a like, like a torture, a, yeah. like as a she say yeah, it. But then, but then after I am like, okay, I want a dress. What if I just try to make myself a dress? And then I just took the machine just by seeing her. I remember I was just take that sewing machine industrial and start making stuff like, like I was a pro. You were a real <laughs> it was natural. So weird. And um, yeah, it was just natural talent, I guess. And you enjoyed it from the get go too. I never see it as a, a, a as something to make money. That's amazing. I never see it. Yeah. It's it is a form of art. Like yeah. you know, you're making something out of nothing using your hands, using your vision. That's an amazing thing for a kid to learn. That oh, I'm good at this. I like it. Yeah, it's Love just that. it's just fun. I I never saw it as a job. I was just like. I'm going to, uh, these pants are loose. I'm going to take them here. I'm going to take them there. And um, I remember I used to rip my pants. Remember mm, when the, yeah. the ripped pants were on? Yep. Oh, uh, at school, I'd rip mine way too much. Okay, there you go. <laughs> the, my teacher said, like, no, 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 that's a little bit too much. You got to push the boundaries. Uh, yes, so I made big grips in my, my butt. <laughs> well, I used to like, I remember there were like, um, there were white jeans. And I make big, two big holes ripped <laughs> on the bum. But then I wear them with, black lycra so then you can see the white the holes on the black lycra but back then in our schools dressing even with the lycra in the jeans was bad you know controversial I don't, I, I don't think you're my age but when I know we grew mean, up though. going to school was very conservative right yeah we have to be like super conservative and covered and you know it's Clothing was like etiquette. Right. right. Did you see it as kind of like rebelling a little bit? Like I want to be more showing myself. I a hundred percent. I think I I I have been rebellious with the way I, I dress. Um, I don't I don't believe in like uh, doing what everybody else is doing. Number one. So whatever I couldn't make back then, I remember I used to go to my mom's friends that did make clothing. And I remember told them, please, can you make this skirt for me? I really love it from this show and I love it. Please, please, I'll try to get the fabric and they will make it and I'll be amazed. Wearing something that everybody's like, oh my God, you see what she's wearing? And I did not care. You were I, comfortable in your own skin. I was very, very uh, careless. So for this reason, actually, uh, my first job was a model. Nice. Yeah. So um, when I started dressing the way I was dressing, I, I think maybe I must have cashed a lot of ice until like I got stopped and said, listen, would you like to be a model? And I was like 14 years old wow. when I, um, yeah, when I started to do modeling. And um, yeah, that was like kind of like a fashion, kind of like I got into the industry early uh, by doing a lot of passerellas for catalogs, uh, clothing catalogs um, for ladies. They used to sell by catalogs and they need the models to to, to, to see how the piece is looking before they were gonna sell it. And um, yes, I did some commercials back home. And uh, like, um, I even when I came to Toronto, I did a couple of, um, uh, yeah, like modeling, but it didn't get me far because models need to be really tall. And back then it was like that really, really tall. Right. It was the well, common look. Yes, and I'm a shorty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that didn't go far. But then, yeah, the clothing making was, um, the fashion school was something that I just got into, like, 
like it's so easy for me I, I, right. I remember seeing everybody struggling with the sewing machine oh my god oh my god and i was like dun, dun, done you'd been there and done that Next. already you were already with that yeah my teachers used to tell me sometimes i don't even have to see your stuff i know you got this yeah yeah that's amazing man. that's a confidence boost <laughs> yeah there you go how did good. you determine how did you decide to come to toronto like where did that choice come from or was it a choice well, I got already friends living in Toronto. Okay. So I have friends from when I was uh, uh, like a little kid that they moved here with uh, parents. Right. And they invite me to come over. And then they say, if you would like to stay, we can just get a visa for you to study in, in Canada and stay. And I was like, oh, that's great. Why not? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You already had some connections here. I mean, Yes. I came and visited a friend and, you know, she says, no worries if you want to just to come live in here it's a country that will open the doors to anybody that is willing to move to canada back then canada was like the coldest ugliest place on earth to immigrate it was it definitely <laughs> i i hear that like mm, going snowing all ago. the day uh, snowing every day cold every day was that a culture shock for you coming from sunny costa rica to not you know, so sunny toronto actually i'm not gonna lie i think uh the reason why I actually not where I am right now, 20 or maybe 10 years ago, it was because every single time I save money, I'll take a vacation to my country. Yeah. It was like I needed the sun. I needed the beach. I needed the ocean. And I think I went back and forth to Costa Rica five times, maybe per year. I couldn't, I couldn't handle the cold. I, I don't know. It was like. But Canada always keep on throwing me back, like, to the country. It's like, okay, yeah, you go, but you have to come back. Right. You go, but you have to come back. And then, yes, it was kind of the thing that, yes, I always went back to the sun. But I had, I always have something in Canada that I needed to, to come back. Right. Yeah. And being a Canadian is not, having a Canadian passport is not an easy process, as you know this, right? Absolutely. It's, uh, it takes a long time to become Canadian. There's a lot of regulations, especially that I like to travel back and forward to my country that um that had a lot to impediment my passport having a passport so yeah i um i think slowly i start to build my career in right. canada and i had a lot of friends i still have a lot of friends i know a lot of people here and slowly canada became my home started to establish some roots yeah, yeah. slowly it's like uh I believe when you work a certain amount of years in your life, even though that you think you were going to go back to a country or do something else in your life, if you keep on working and staying in that place, but that's where you belong. Just like don't yeah. try any harder to go back to wherever you want to go because where you're staying and where you're making your money is where you should stay. That's a really good point because you're starting to really make moves. You're, you're establishing connections. People know who you are. When you go somewhere else, you don't know who anyone is. No one knows you. You're like, oh, let me go back here where I know everybody, you know? Yes, it, it is. It, it is. It, it's a process. Yeah. It's, it's a process of life. That's a great That's a great point you make. I'm curious, too. Was the fashion when you came to Toronto much different than back home? I mean, as I, I, I was always very rebellious with my clothing. So I... I don't know if the fact that I did a lot of modeling got me the confidence that I was always wearing like very weird stuff. Like I was always wearing like a blue hair. I would wear mm, like I had okay. pink wig. I have a blue wig. 
I will have like a collection of sunglasses. I was very uh, like addicted to sunglasses. <laughs> that was my, my addiction. The big, the big the, ones? Yeah, sunglasses, every single color. Like if I would dress all white, I have my white sunglasses or all blue, blue sunglasses and blue hair. And uh, because I'm short, I love to look tall. So I really have a lot of collection of platforms. There we go. So I was wearing like always my platforms, my I'm very crazy about colors. I love colors. I my favorite designer is Versace. Mm -hmm. That's uh, what I was gonna ask. Yeah, because of the colors that he was always making, they were so bright, like brilliant and bright, and everything that is colorful for me is like wow. I, I like to put that in my collections too. I agree with you. I love to see colors on clothes. I wish like the like houses were more colorful. Right, oh, that like, Costa Rica like yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, Costa Rica's like that. Spanish culture, I yeah. think, is m a little more with the colors. I love that. Yes. I love to see that. I don't and, know anything about fashion, but I love colors. And Costa Rica women, too. I don't, I don't think only Costa Rica. I think Latin women, they are very elegant in every day. Like, every day, they will wear the heels. They will mm. wear a beautiful dress. Maybe because it's sunny, and we have, like, a, a lot of sun throughout the year. So they like to look beautiful. They like to always show their beauty. And maybe that's why they always keep so beautiful too, right? Because every day they have to look yeah. nice and they have to like type my stomach. Let's <laughs> walk like nice. And that, that makes them beautiful forever. I think so. I got you. I think so. Because in here, like the, a lot of girls, they don't really, they just like, oh, it's okay. Sweatpants, a sweater. I don't care about my body. And then when you go and see your body, you never care about your body. So what happened? Your right. body is not there. You're not this girl that is looking beautiful. You just like, you know? Yeah. I think clothing have a lot to do with how your body is actually shaped and presented to the world. I don't. I don't know. But I think I've been seeing a lot of like uh, when I study the history of fashion on the way that they used to have different fabrics before, like for, let's say, lingerie for women in the past. We didn't have no... Uh, wire on the brass and there was no stretch uh, fabric so there's a lot of Madonna cup um, brass mm -hmm. and the Madonna cup bra is a formation bra for the breast okay so if a woman wears a Madonna cup for um, a certain It'll amount of years in her life the breast will stay nice and firm they will not go down they will stay firm this is the power of how you can shape yourself with clothing corsets let's right. not go too far corsets right. corsets will like give you a waist look at the right. women's in the past very interesting i never thought about that <laughs> first time in versatile vigilante history we're talking about bra sizes i like that very versatile yeah getting a real understanding i didn't know that because i knew about that stuff but it didn't like click in so that's actually very interesting to yes, learn about. Yes, you know. Fashions changed so much over the years too. It's wild. I think fashion it just became repetitive by mass production. Yeah. And this is when my label is something different to the world. Flores fashion. My logo, the flower, represents custom. I I would not mass production. I'm I'm not gonna just oh I'm now on floor and I'm gonna put my name and a teacher and sell it for a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's not fashion. No, I love that you said custom because that to me is like a representation of individuality. Individuality, yes. Like, I mean, I my problem that I'm actually having right now is that I would like to custom made, but it's only me and 
two or three more people that work with me. Right. I could know, I could not throw my service to the world of a more bigger scale because I need more people um, like willing to do by piece design. A, a right? team. So I am actually working now on the way that my label will be able to train individuals to be professional on each garment because me as a designer, I know how to make a corset. I know how to make a leggings. I know how to make a swimwear, right? So what I like to do is, uh, this is actually coming um, soon. Right. I'm gonna start doing YouTube, throwing courses out there. Nice, that's a great idea. teach people how to make something. And I am gonna ask these people that are actually trying to learn the way I make these pieces. If you feel confident enough to be a leggings maker for my label, show me a test because my, maybe I can give them a job in the future. How would people get in touch? If anyone's watching that's interested, how would they get in touch with you about that? Uh, Flores Fashion is already uh, in YouTube. So okay. right now I only have a couple of fashion shows in YouTube channel. But in the future, if you dial Flores Fashion, I hope, that in the near future, you can see a lot of courses on how to make a lot of things. That's an awesome idea because yeah. you're seeing that there's a, something that could be improved and you're trying to do it yourself. And I love that idea. Yeah, I want mentality. Uh, yes, I would like to have people. Right now, a lot of people are working from home. Yeah. So having a big manufacturing, yeah, it's fun and everything and all that. But on my side, I see it as a lot of stress, mm -hmm. right? Like I, I, you don't want to kill the designers because no jobs, right? Like yeah. a lot of stress will kill you. So <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to find a way to that my business goes like like water, right? Just like fluent, exactly. and everybody's Consistent. happy, right? Yeah. So like, let's say that you learn my my course of teachers. You went all YouTube and and you just you know what? I'm gonna try to make this teacher, and then I'm gonna tell you, listen, um, we're gonna need a serger, and we're gonna need a cover stitch. And then you get your hands, if you can get your hands into these two machines and you can perfection your teachers, then maybe I'm gonna have a client that is gonna say, I need 100 teachers for my label that I wanted to make because I work for a lot of designers. My uh, website uh, is floorsfashion.ca or www.fashiondesignerforyou.com. So fashiondesignerforyou.com means that you think I make. You don't have to be a designer. You just put your name on it. I make it for you. Right. Yeah. So if that's like certain person needs a hundred teachers, I will give you that job. I will say, listen, you're good for teachers. You already made your teachers. You love to make teachers. I'll contact you with, okay, I have my teacher maker. Right. So, I mean, I would like to actually build uh, like um, a team this way because uh, uh, making clothing requires a lot of time. Absolutely. It requires Absolutely. a lot of, it's a lot of handwork. And the reason why a lot of people go to Bangladesh and unfortunately do a lot of labor this way yeah. is because of the demand. There's a lot of demand for clothing. Everybody needs to, to dress, right? Everybody needs a piece of clothing to look good. Yep. And um, that's why they have to go to big stores and try to, to, to get a piece from a million pieces. Absolutely. You did so I really respect your vision. I love that. Did you ever get approached by like a big company where they said work with us 
and I would but not. you tell us what to do. I I get that you wouldn't, yeah. but did people ask you? Well, I mean, yes, I have I have some some companies trying to approach me to work yeah. as a just uh, somebody just working for the label, whatever mass production. Because uh, me as a designer, I'm just one of the many that works for a company, right? Exactly. It's just one more person that works for for a brand. You definitely seem like someone who values their independence, you know? Yes. And, and I could see that, and I love that, because I'm the same way, and I think that's extremely valuable. We're just yes. like, I'm doing this, and it's how I'm going to do it. Yes. I love that. Yes. It's, love uh, that. it's something that maybe a lot of people along the way have not understand about me. It's, it's, it's been really hard to actually tell people who Flores Fashion is, because it's nobody understands like oh what's your label what's your brand why is your clothing not in stores you know what I mean so then I have to sit down and explain them yeah. all my visualization of fashion and my visualization for the future of my brand and it's something that maybe and then they wouldn't even get yeah because it's really I've learned that too it's impossible almost to tell people your vision because it's yours you know mm. and sometimes people need to physically see something and and. When it's just an idea, might be tough for them to understand. Yes, that's correct. I love that you're on here because that's kind of what I like to promote too, that independent spirit, you know, not afraid to take risks. Yes, I've seen your, some of your podcasts about uh, a lot of interviews that you do. And uh, yeah, some of them are really like like, uh, like spiritual. and Yeah, just being independent. Being the custom custom life, you know. Positive. Yeah, yeah. This doing is like, your thing. Yeah, this is a custom Custom made is uh, is a mentality that will not prevent you for oh I wanna I wanna wear this dress black. When am I gonna get it black? No, yes, there's a, there's somebody that will make it in black. Yes. If they only make it in white, there's there's a company that it can make it the same dress and and black. Exactly. Now when we go back to like making the same dress, you know, like the one thing about me that I make custom pieces. See, like there's a lot of clothing that is already made, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people may come and say, oh, but that's a copy, right? Well, I mean, I don't think it's a copy when you see something and you just want it the same but blue. Yeah. It's not really a copy, right? It's like you see that house with like a, 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 a very weird shape on the roof. And then you say, you know what? I would like to make a house like that. Exactly. Like, I mean, you can do it different and everything. Maybe that one was the first house, but... It doesn't mean you can have another house like that, right? It, you're right. It's inspiration. It's and everything that, in life it, is like that. It's interesting so. because if you think about like music, movie, like there's only so many ideas you can have, but you can put your own spin on it and try to make it your own, you know, and that's a great way to look at it. It's very rare to come up with something that's never been done. Yeah. It's, it's always here, but you can put your own vision behind it and it becomes yours. You well, know? I mean designers do that and that's why you see crazy ugly stuff in the runway that stuff's a little too nobody will ever wear something like that but it's because the designer wants to make something creative right yes. but nobody will ever wear it right that's a good point you you're you, you want to make something that's still comfortable still something you would wear more than once at a fashion yeah, show more practical, but yes. still creative and with your own vision on it well custom made is more the fact that you buy what you need, right? Right. Like me, even me, and I know a lot of people, 
they go to malls, they go to stores, they waste a whole day, they buy 20 pieces that they'll stock in their closet and will never wear. Yep. And it happens to me many times. Impulse one of buy. Them is, it's impulsive, yes. It's something that, oh my God, you see it, you love it, you go put it in the closet, they're still there six months later, you never wear it. Yep. But then you have the times too, when you find that one piece that fit just perfect, and that would be your copy for every day. Are you wearing the same pants? Yes. I love the way they fit. Yeah. That's when I, my company comes in and make those the same pants, the same cut on a different fabric. So you can have three or four pairs of the feet that you like on your pants. Love that. That's this a, is the way I see it. That's a great way to put it. That's an awesome way to put it. You're like a, you're like a valuable resource, you know? Uh, like a resource? Yeah. Like so like, I, no, actually, I, I consider myself as a resource because yeah. a lot of people, when they wanted to start on the fashion business... I throw all my knowledge on them. Love I that. said, what do you need? You need to buy zippers? This and this is the, the best fabrics uh, stores for zippers. Do you need to buy fabrics? Don't buy fabrics in that store or there because it's going to be three times more the cost. If you're going to do it, do it in this and this other store. I've always liked to teach people what I know, right? Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's selfish to know and not let the world know what you know. I agree. Did you feel like that happened to you when you were coming up learning the business? Like people were hesitant to show you different things? No. People were open to teaching? Uh, yeah. The thing that I just felt when I was at fashion school, it was that I believe that the school was just all about just pay the tuition, pay because it was a private school, right? right so just I, checking the box. Yeah, they just want the 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 pay. They don't really care about the person, the career they building for this right. person, how this person is gonna go on life. They never teach us a course of business. It should be it. You know, Agreed. there is a, the business of fashion is done like this and like this and like this. And there was not a course of business. There were not. There was not a course until like you know you've made through the career of fashion this amount of pieces and this piece was your best that means you can come into the industry with this uh, list of companies see like yeah. i think schooling is not only about teaching someone okay here no you know, like make doing this. a test no no it's like you know yes you're schooling this because of, you can go here yes i yeah. agree trying to lead you in a good direction they didn't do that with me i wish they did i would have known i would have a lot of like I think uh, jobs more openly if I would have known because I actually I, I was very good with uh, uh, swimwear okay and sportwear so I I was good on uh, stretch fabrics but for me this type of fabrics were just clubwear so when I started my collections and said okay I'm gonna try to sell my pieces what I started making was clubwear. So, like, I would make, like, a tight dress, very, like, short and beautiful for a girl to go clubbing. But guess what? The, the industry for that wasn't as good. Right. But if I would have had a, a teacher that would say, listen, your dance wear is excellent. You know how to make very beautiful bathing suits. You know how to make leggings. You know how to make bike tarts. You need to go and dance, costume dance industry. Right. If somebody would have told me that. 15 years, 25 years ago when I, I took my career in 1999. And I learned that I was good in dancewear 10 years ago when I just, uh, I actually started working for somebody that needed just helping to, to sew dance. Mm -hmm. 
And when I arrived, I was designing dance front to back like it was nothing. And she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, yes, oh, my God. I didn't even know that I was this good. And then I started to um, I started to uh, actually email dance schools and ask them, would you like me to try to make some costume pieces for your studio? Because I, I believe I can make jazz, ballet. It was very easy for me to make that stuff. And my clients loved it. Like I, I keep a lot of clients now that uh, they do competitions and the girls are very happy with their clothes. And it's a good niche for me because they need custom made for right. compete. So it is custom pieces every year. Interesting. It yeah. naturally turned into something. Yeah, it naturally find the way where it needed to go, right? Like I wanted to do custom pieces and then I, lear- I learned that the one niche was dance schools. They need costumes, costume, costume to participate in competition every year. And, and yeah, it was actually something that, uh, that my clients are very happy with. They love my work and... You know, they keep on calling me for many years. That means they're happy. <laughs> That's a great point about not just fashion industry, but business in general. The importance of that, that client base, repeat customers. That's a really valuable lesson to give out, too. Where yes. The work can lead to steady business for you going forward. Yes, yes. Very interesting. Was that when Flores Fashion started? No, Flores Fashion started since I was at school, okay. 1999. I did my label and um, I registered my business uh, right right off. I think while I was at school. As soon as I was at school, I knew I, I wanted a label. Yeah, you wanted to be an owner. Yes. As soon as I was at school, I knew I, I was not in school to work for somebody. I was school to build my brand. Love it. And it's just that I, I try to focus on what was not there, right? I didn't want to. When my teacher, fashion school teaches, okay, you draw a collection, you spend $50,000 in, 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 in fabric, another 50000 in models, you make a catalog, and you wait and see if you're going to sell that collection. And it's like, do I really want to spend 100000 before I even know that it's going to sell? Yeah. And this is why a lot of rich people do fashion design because they don't have the scale, but they have the $100,000. This is why a lot of people that they they don't have any clue on how to make anything, but they have, they have money to invest. They have money to buy fabric, to buy services, to buy uh, everything they want. Oh, I buy a thousand t-shirts. I just put uh, my name on it and sell them for 10,000 each, something like that. Right. right. It's like, it's... The clothing and fashion, uh, the the fashion industry is overrated. Okay. Do you feel like it's because it's competitive or? It's just, it's very overrated. It's just like not, back then we used to have people like back in the days that you used to go to your, go to your tailor. You mm-hmm. tailored your clothing. Right. They tailored your dress that you, you have like nice, you, you always every Sunday you have to look beautiful for, that's not, that's not there anymore. Why do you think that is? Because slowly we just became, uh, you know, slobby. Yeah, we just became slobby. I it's agree. easier. I, I, I was talking to someone from Spain last week, and he moved recently to the States. Mm-hmm. And he was shocked that he would see people with their pajamas, like, out. And he's like, in Europe, you never see that, That's you true. know. And I, I, I agree with you. It's like 
comfort has become number one. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the best thing because it's like what you you ever heard that that phrase um, look good, feel good. Yeah. Like what you wear, I think, kind of projects how you're feeling, too. Right. If you're wearing just sweats, you're probably kind of in like a lazy mood. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think it's the times that we live on right now. We're not living anymore into the standards of I'm going to have a career. I'm going to look good. Right now, my career is my computer. I'm going to just make money and drink my Coke and eat my fries and stay in my pajamas. So clothing, it doesn't fit there. That's interesting. It's interesting, yeah, when you think about it like that. Have you seen that shift over the last couple of years in your business? Yeah, over, I think the last five years is when the fashion world just became very, like, nobody cares. So how do you approach it? Do you try to adjust to what you think people will like now? Or do you still make what you like to make and, and try to just keep doing your thing? Well, I don't, um, I'm a kind of person that I don't, uh, need to, to prove something and I don't need to, oh my God, I'm going to have to do this to make money or do that to make money. No, I'm a designer, you know, and I let the world know what I know how to make clothing. Right. And, uh, I do like my, my sourcing, like I, I go around and and give my name out there and there's a lot of people that will like contact me for my services for custom but i believe if i ever wanted to make it as a like a very big scale business it will have to be more online like you right my my employers will have to work from home otherwise i will have to have a huge warehouse with full of sewing machines that's a huge change the e-commerce online world absolutely yes yes it's possible. That's the, the fun oh, thing. Is possible. always possible. Yeah. I love that. I love that spirit. Like, yeah, it's a challenge, but we can do it, and we can do it well. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I think people just need to learn that it, you can't you can't just call yourself a fashion designer because you just do teachers. Uh, of course, you can. You are a designer. You make teachers, and you're great at it. Yeah, you have an idea, and you made it into something physical. Yes, there you go. it's like, oh no, I want to be. I want. would like to make clothing, but I will have to do a whole career of clothing. No, that's negative. You can make clothing. You can just make underwear and became the biggest underwear maker in, in Canada. Yeah. You don't. And you're a designer. You gotta start somewhere. Yes. Yes. Me, it's a little bit more. Uh, for me, it's a little bit more difficult because I do make everything. Right. So this is why where I would like to expand my business in a way that I expand like branches that will help me branch out the pieces, right? It's Absolutely. like, yes, I know how to make this, but you make it and you specialize on it and it, let's just make money together, right? I would like to, to work more as a network. I yeah. think that's the way going forward because yes. the network is the most valuable thing you could have. I think so, yeah. You can help someone, they can help you both win. It's true. Love that. And that's what we're doing here today. Yes. I love that. So a question I definitely wanted to ask you, is the fashion industry, like most owners, men, would you say like most fashion label owners are mostly men or is it kind of? Oh, like the the fashion industry in the last, I would say, couple of decades have taken a turn into a very like, okay, I'm a man, but I want to look like a woman. Okay. So, I mean, it it kind of like prevents some other people 
to follow the 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 trend, you know? Right. Because like I mean, I love it. I love all of this stuff because I'm very open with fashion. But I like I mean a lot of people, I don't think they will go that way because there's a lot of like sensor sensor right. like pieces, you know, they like Yeah. To, Not for they, everybody. I mean, yes. I think that the world has become very different and we don't even care anymore about anything. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So no one cares about anything. Nobody cares that's about true. anything. So when this happens, you have to stick to your people. Right. So I will say that the fashion industry has a big part on the part of the more exhibitionist. Pushing when, the boundaries. Pushing the boundaries that everybody, like, when you like to exhibit yourself more, like, you see famous people, you know? Yeah. How, like, now the red carpet is how naked you are. The, that controversy yes. gets them more headlines. It's, it's like, if you just have, a, a like, a two pieces here and one piece here, yeah. I have the best dress of the night. Yeah, you'll make it on the front page, <laughs> yes. you know? So, I mean, it's just, I will say that because our the industry has turning to this side then we'll go more into the sexuality sensuality right. all these type of people like right. talking general right right so let no the conservative and all of these designers have been fall apart because now suits nobody wears a suit it's true you no know, back then there were the designers like um all the designers let's say 20 30 years ago Right, they used to make suits, uh, very nice uh, dresses, you know, well constructed right. dresses. This is what you find in shops for two thousand dollars, right? When a designer makes a well constructed dress, dress because it's taking your when you construct a dress with non stretch fabric that fits perfect to the body, it needs to be pressed, it needs to be cut exactly half an inch, so exactly half an inch. If you do an a 16 of an inch less, you will must up the design. So this is why this side of fashion is almost erased. It's hard to find. Do you think it would come back? I really hope so. I would, I'm dreaming for the day and when I can see ladies and, and girls dressing long skirts and a nice corset and maybe like a hat, you know, like yeah. a queen's hat. Oh my God, that would be a dream. I think it will because... Fashion is trends too, right? Where it kind of something's in and something's not in, and then it comes back. I think one day that style will come back. Yeah, my favorite like day is Halloween. Everyone dresses <laughs> crazy. Everyone yes. dresses up. Everybody's dressed up. That's the night I need to go out. And what do you dress? What have you dressed up as? What's oh a my floor goodness, I have. I have been Wonder Woman twice. Okay, classic. So I mean the cla the first one and the next the two wonder mm, women yeah. um then the last actually the last was pretty cool i made myself very big angel wings so i was like a like an angel and then i built wings with plastic and feathers i put feathers in between the the plastic shape of the there wings, we go and then i just uh plastic here it was pretty cool you commit to halloween Yes, and then I went to a club where they have actually like a bird cage. Oh my gosh! So okay. oh my goodness, you fit I was in like, there. 
in the personality, right? That You're I'm like, oh right my spot. god, this is like my birdcage. That's so funny. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I love uh, I love Halloween. I think that's yeah, that's your favorite. That's my favorite. favorite day. And I make a lot of costumes for Halloween too, though. That makes sense too, because yeah. people are definitely willing to spend money on Halloween. Yes, I do a lot of cat suits, tigers, cats, nice uh, bunnies. I want to see a Floors Fashion Halloween show. Oh, that would be cool. That would eh? be awesome. Yes. I'll be, be there. Nice. Hey, yes. That would be nice to make a fashion show. Maybe it would, would be. Yeah. Maybe I will talk to a club or some. They would love to have a fashion show for Halloween. I would love that. I, I told you before the interview started, I saw I saw that you were participating in a few fashion shows mm -hmm. around the city. Um, how has that been for you? Since coming back from COVID, was that a nice thing to, to get back into? Yes, so fashion shows are always nice to participate because um, it's kind of like give us the one chance to show our artistic way to 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 make something look pretty. Right. And then the, when the models are professional, that makes it even more pretty, right? When the girls are beautiful and they're, they're walking very nice and they look so amazing with the clothing, right? So, I mean, the, I think that's a very big part of a fashion show. Absolutely. Yeah, the way that people show the pieces. Do you feel like the models feel more comfortable with you that you're a woman and they're a woman? Do you think that makes them a little bit more confident, uh, comfortable? Definitely, definitely. I actually find that uh, the first year that I uh, participated on uh, Fashion Week, um, maybe not a lot of people knew my designs and, and uh, my label. But then the second year, I had a lot of models wanted to just wear my stuff. And they were very cute and very beautiful girls. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, these girls are so beautiful and they wanted to wear my stuff. So maybe because they do a research on the designers and they kind of pick, oh, my God, I like what this designer make. I like how this designer present this stuff. So right. I right after my show this year as well, I have very famous, actually, models saying, girl, I need to be your model. Nice. As soon as they see my stuff, they're like, I would love to model for you. And I think it is. it has to do with the designs and the way that, oh, my God, I love her stuff. Yeah. They kind of see, they see what you see. Yeah, and it's like everything. I'm sure there's a lot of other designers that other people will love this stuff because it's like, I, I think fashion is what we talk about. It's everyone's style. Everybody yeah. has their own style. You got to find and, it. And there's a style for everything. I agree. There's every, there is a fit for every everyone in this world. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. I think uh, I think I'm a very selective person. Like my brain is always very like, you belong there, you belong there, and you belong there, and you belong there. It's like we all belong to certain, and we sometimes don't belong to certain parts as well, right? Yeah. No, that's a good point. Exactly. Yeah. Not you're not for everything, you know. Yes. I like that because I think that's something. I've learned too, where it's like you can't be everything for everybody. Oh yeah, no. and vice versa. So let's focus on what you like to do, and yes. if people like it, great. If you like it, that's really what matters. Yes, that's correct. That's why now that I've been working uh, for the past ten years on dance schools, and I've been dressing a lot of little ones, mm. I love to introduce the clothing industry to kids. This is one of my goals. One of my goals is to actually have classes just for little ones, just to teach them how to make like things that they would not like, I guess, sew their hand, yeah. stitch their hand. But I mean, like starting when they're little about this is how you make clothing and this is how you could custom make your own clothing. 
That would be awesome. Yes. I love that idea. Yes, Kids I, are the future, man. They're very cute. When I bring all the cute little ballet dresses to the four and five-year-old, oh, my them. God, they like... Oh my God! And the the face you do is like priceless. That's so cool. Sewing for kids is very nice. It sounds very rewarding. Yeah. It's nice that you have like different projects that you want to do as well that involve helping other people. Yeah. You know, that's a nice thing to keep in mind as opposed to just profit. You know. No profit of. It gets old, right? I mean, why the profit? It's just so much money you can have, and then what? Exactly. Right. I like that. Especially when you can do cool things that can yes, help other people, just, yeah, that sounds better to me. I think it's more rewarding when you reach the point and that that you you make people smile. I, I think agree. it's priceless. It is priceless. Yes, it is priceless. Like I have clients that have not smile with my product, and I said, "I'll be happy to give you back your money because you have to be happy with what I'm doing for you. And if you're not happy, your money is not worth for me, not worth yes. a penny." That's amazing. I love that you said that because I think that's very valuable, especially today's world where it's like very snap your fingers, like Instagram culture. What you focus on is purely like uh, pride in your craft, wanting people to feel good in what you do. And that's valuable. That's something timeless is the word I'm going to use it. It'll always be there. That, That I think can separate you too, where it's like, there's a million fashion designers, but Floor is really caring and, yes, you know, like that I, that, 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 I think people appreciate that. Yeah, too. my clients know. Like I have lots of clients. They will, uh, they will return to me maybe 10 times because they want to fit as perfect as they want. And I will do it 10 times. A hundred percent. I will go back 10 times and very happy. You no, know, like, oh, you again, you again. No, I'll say, okay, let's try again. Let's try again. Let's try again. Until they're happy. And then they go very happy because they know that, oh, my God, she really tried. Yep. And then I said, yeah, I, I have the knowledge. You don't have the knowledge. So I'm the one who can help in here. Nobody else. This is the way I see it, too, right? Because that's a relationship. That's, like, not transactional. That's the opposite of transactional. Yeah. That's a relationship you're building with a client. That's huge. Yes. Trust. It's trust, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I want to hear a female's perspective. What kind of style... Do you like for a man to dress in? You don't make uh, men's clothing, correct? I do. I, do. I have. I have made men's clothing, but men's clothing is more constructive. Okay. What's so, a what's a style you like for a man? No, not saying we have to dress I mean, that way, I but your like, interest. I like winter coats a lot. Okay. So if I have to like make stuff for men, I think I will dress them with like very, uh, like three quarter right. coat. I think that looks really cool. On, they do on look a guy, cool. yes, or jackets. I love jackets. So, um, teachers would like uh, I do for men. I do teachers with like weird cuts, you know, like a striped blue and another one purple, and so it looks original. Would you make me a t-shirt? Of course. I want 100%. to do that. I want to do that. Then. Yes. I dabbled a bit in. Uh, I'll show you after like clothing, and I had a good time doing it. Like just yes. putting the image to what you think it will be. Yeah, yeah. I was I actually think we could thinking to put my together. organic cotton. I have a lot of organic cotton right now going uh, going on into a collection of just organic cotton. So I had I, I, not too long ago, I had thought about a men's shirt with uh, three different colors that I would like to do like a rainbow kind of front like that. It's pretty, yeah. Okay, you so make it, you make your <laughs> vision. I'm going to wear that and cool. be very happy to yes, do that. Yes. I love like... Try, like I, I like fashion, the idea of just like expressing yourself, you know, 
It's like if you want to wear black today, okay, but tomorrow we can wear pink. Like, yeah, you know, there's so many different. It, it can balance your mood. I love that. Yeah, and the collection that I presented this year, actually, a couple of the pieces, like I made a purse with a plastic pocket in which you can you can uh, put words. I feel free. I feel angry. I like Don't that. talk to me. You know, you can print something and put it on your purse. You know, it's, I like that. It's my bitchy night. Stay like away. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Look at here. Yeah, look at here. I don't right? have to say one word. Yes. That's so very cool. So I made that one purse for information. It's like the information purse, I call it. And then I made a top with a plastic pocket in which you can just bring everything inside your top. So you have your like a, like your purse on. Very cool. On your clothing. Like a mad scientist. Yes, yes. Love I think that. I think fashion is... I see... When I was a little kid, I wanted to be an architect. Okay. So I, I believe in construction. So as a fashion designer, I do feel like an architect. Absolutely. I feel like I took, I take pieces and create, right? I, I, small pieces create a masterpiece. So, I mean, I'm still, I'm not building houses, but I mean, I still feel that somehow I am, I'm constructing Things, absolutely right? right making things it's it's construction construction it's art it's all it's a bunch of different things all yes. in one and there's a lot of things to do uh, with clothing like right now there's a lot of technology in clothing you know that like there's a lot of uh, our smartphones will connect to our clothing they could are you signal. into that stuff oh, yes yeah you like that yes i'm always uh, learning i'm always uh i'm always trying to listen to a lot of podcasts about what's out there what what's going on in the world like uh the latest invention right. the latest fashion design the craziest fashion designers is there anyone right now you're a fan of no no i'm just i just like randomly see like uh, the technology that the the things they they use how they do it you know oh my god right. I, we can, I can put lights in that skirt oh yes i can do technology jacket there's a course about technology fashion mm, okay yeah. i could see that being big for sure. Techno, techno fashion, yeah. You definitely seem like someone that's willing to listen to and like give something a shot. Like you don't seem judgmental at all. Oh no. And that's I think in especially in the creative field a huge, oh, yeah, huge. That's um, awesome. And I have all type of customers too, right? Like I have all type of. We're talking True. about children, and then after children, I could have like anything coming to me to tell me make me this wild. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Whatever, finished, yeah, yeah, no yeah, problem, whatever. I'll make it for you, right? 100% keep it to myself. I don't, um, you know, I don't have to tell about privacy business to anybody, right? Love but that. I mean, it's, uh, I just believe that I am a tool that people can use to, to do certain things. Like sometimes, I had to one time actually talking about this, it's <laughs> a funny one. I had a client uh, reaching me out to make custom swimwear. Okay. As a guy. Okay. And I thought it was for his girlfriend, and it was for him, and it was thongs, and he wanted me to measure him. And I'm like, sorry, what? How am I gonna measure you? Okay. Oh, I want you to measure me from like the front oh to the back. Gosh. I'm like, no, 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 no. You measure yourself and let me know what's the size from here <laughs> to here, because I am going there. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. But he got it made? 
Yes, yeah. actually, he ordered a bunch. Holy. I made him one, and he loved it, and he ordered, like, 20 more like for, with the top for a vacation. Too? No, just it was bottoms. just the bottoms to go to vacations. for his. He said, it's for my girlfriend. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go and see this guy who wants to make a swimwear <laughs> for his girlfriend. But I'm thinking, like, a gift for the yeah. girlfriend. No, he said, no, it's for me, and this is what I want, and I want your measurement. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. Yes, you, I can make it, but I don't think I can measure you. <laughs> you never know. You yes. never know. That's amazing, though. And that's good for, for you to have that. Because I think the fashion world, there's a bit of that, like, oh, it's like a snobby industry, you know, like that yes. high fashion. So yes. for someone like yourself, where it's no judgments, let's try something out, be fun, be creative. Yeah. I think that's refreshing. And I think that would help people feel comfortable, too. Yes. I'm very neutral. I'm very, like... Amazing don't really you know i don't i mean don't pass my limits right it's just like yeah, exactly. one thing is being Respect. neutral and, and yeah as soon as you then pass the limits and you're not respecting and sorry but yeah i will not 100 percent. yeah not tolerate stuff like that either right so for someone yeah. a young a young girl or anyone someone trying to get into the fashion industry would there be a piece of advice that you would give them well, the best advice that I could give people that would like to do clothing, I would not say even the, the fashion industry ha, could be, as I said before, just making teachers. You could be a designer just by making teachers, and you could be the best teacher making in Canada. Right. And you can make a billion dollars making only teachers, but you get good at it, right? You get good at that one thing. Now, if you want to be a fashion designer, like create a little bit of everything, I believe you just need to give yourself a time in practice, 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 never stop practice. Because I've been sewing since eight years old and I've never stopped. There's no shortcut All for that. All my houses have sewing machines. All the times I move from a house to a house, my boy, my guy, my friends, like men, I have to call them and say, sorry, but my machines go to another house and I need your help. But they sell uh, great. They're, they're very heavy, you know. Make a party <laughs> and I'll bring the beers. Yes. Just help me with my sewing machines. So, yeah, I've always moved my sewing machines from place to place. And uh, I guess uh, I always have something to do. I, I always have a project in mind. Um, it, can't get, it can get out of control. So it's very important to just buy and make not just buy fabric and pile it and pile it because then you make nothing. It's, it happens to me many times. Yep. I have bought a lot of fabric in the past that I have to throw away because five years later, I've never made anything. So right now, this is why I would not like to have like a big place to stock up a thousand pieces and a thousand fabrics that I'm not going to use. This is why I would like to make like, okay, we need 100 teachers. That's the material. That's the teachers. No material left. Right? Pay as you go. Yes, it's just like a clear, clear the space, clear the space. I think that would be good for creativity too. Keeps the mind fresh. Yes, and there's a lot of things that you can do when it comes to clothing. So I would say for anybody that would like to make clothing, just to start, start somewhere. Just try. Make a scrunchie, make a bow, anything. But it, like as soon as you start it, just don't stop. If you wanna make this as your career, you have to start and never stop. Because clothing is make, 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 I feel, make. Yeah. Yeah. And the more you make, the better you get. Absolutely. It's interesting because I ask pretty much everyone that comes on that same question. And whatever industry it is, it's the same practice. Keep, keep going, keep trying, put it out. 
you know it's mm-hmm. always the yeah. same thing never stop never yeah. stop i've been yeah. all my life very persistent yeah. is the world and i think persistent is what really takes you somewhere because nobody will ever believe in you there's a lot of people you have to say sorry but i know what i want it, and it is hard sometimes because it could be your more close people your mom your your boyfriend you know your 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 kids yeah they could say, eh, you're not good. I don't want you to do that. Sorry, but this is what I wanted to do. And you got to respect that. And it's the one thing that you have to always believe in yourself, even when the world does not believe in you. I completely agree. Very well said. Because it's your life at the end of the day. Yeah. No one lives it for you. Yeah. And if that makes you happy, just do it. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, You know, you came to this world alone and you go alone. And when you go, the only thing that you, is with you is what you did with yourself. Yes, you're exactly, yeah. your spirit. Yeah, yep. this is what I did. I handled myself this way. I did this. I, You know, like it's nothing. Like for me, every time I go out with my friends, I have to make myself a dress. And I even when I don't have time, sometimes I'm extremely busy, but that last 20 minutes of getting ready is going to make me my dress. And then when I go to the party, I don't care if my dress is twisted here or twisted there. I feel so happy because I've made my dress. It's yours. You yes. did it. I love that. It's just like, it's something that I cannot, I, nobody will fulfill that, you know, like the sense that I had it in my mind that it bugs me so much that I needed to make it. And once it's made, I feel so like proud of it. So happy, right? It's like an accomplishment. It is an accomplishment because it's something you wanted to do. You made it happen. End of story, you know? Yes. Love yes, that. Yes. So tell me, um, what are your plans for the brand for for near future, at least? Where What do you see Flores Fashion as growing? Well, I would like to first introduce the logo to the people to, to, um, to know that if you're wearing a flower in your clothing, it means you have your original style. You're not mass production buyer. You're cutting off the mass production buy-in. You just want to make your own pieces. Right. And somebody in Canada is make them for you. Some, some, somebody. You can not say, see, like, oh, I'm with this designer. This is this designer name. For me, this is, like, the most dumb way of seeing the industry of fashion. I know people that work a whole week of salary to go and buy, like, a brand teacher. Yeah. Right? And then they feel so good that they're wearing this brand teacher. And they will be so, oh my God, and their bank account is empty. So it's like, how can you feel so good to make somebody, the richest person, even richer, and you are even poorer, more poor than, than last week, because you want to make the richest richer, and you're wearing a teacher that is just going to cover you as any other teacher that you could be saving $2,000 right now. So, I mean, I mean, for me, that mentality is... It's dumb. Yeah. I would say it's dumb. I agree. I would not make something that I want you to wear just my flower and pay $2,000 for my flower. The day I'm charging you $2,000 for my flower, I'm going to make that flower gold. Yeah, for, you. for real. It's a real I, flower. I'm going to go and make you a gold flower yeah. and you're going to have metal that has a value. Yes. That's when I'm exactly. going to charge you $2,000 for my piece. I agree. Yeah. So, I agree. But, but I mean, it's just, it's just like. I guess how people is and the I will say the fake society. I will call it the yeah. fake society. I'm gonna spend this money and it'll make me feel 
more powerful, better, when that's not true. No. It actually did the opposite. Yes. Yep. Yes. I agree. That's a big thing today. You know what's funny for me? Um, when I see people like they start, a lot of artists, like rappers do this, make a lot of money and then they, they're dressed in only designer. I'm like, that's to me not style. You're just buying the most expensive pieces and like now I'm a style icon. When to me, it's like, no. No, that's there, not is, how there it works. is a shoe designer. I know a shoe designer that could create your shoes for the same designer price. Yeah. But this is your design. Exactly. This is your shit. Those guys, they should do this. It's it's, right? it's it's the easy way. You know what I think fashion is? Or personal fashion, at least? Being able to be confident in, in yourself with what you're wearing. Like, if you're wearing a $5 shirt, but you're confident and you, you think it's cool, then it's cool. End of story. Yes. If it's $10,000 and you're not confident in it, it's not cool. Well, that's why when you buy yourself all this designer expensive stuff you're not really trying to make yourself happy you try to make others happy. exactly at that point that you're showing oh just spend five thousand dollars on this and you're sitting in that table you're not thinking about yourself you're thinking about the others around you exactly you're bullying actually the other yeah, people it's... it's like oh I, I can afford this and you don't yeah i mean okay but maybe i'm happier with my life dressing twenty dollars dress Absolutely. Right? You're, what did you do for those five thousand dollars to begin with? <laughs> right? Some people do crazy things I don't for. I know. It's right. like really? What did you do to to have a five thousand dollars dress? I know. Something to be proud of because I'd rather be in my house taking a bath and wear a twenty dollars dress and not have to do anything to to wear that expensive clothing. I right? agree. Because I mean, if I was an actor. And I'm making $50 million in one movie. Of course, Fine. I'm going to walk into a designer store and buy a $5,000 something because I have $50, $50 million in my bank account. Yes. This, then we're talking different. This, this, I believe that designer clothing and all of these expensive brands are made for millionaire people. I agree. So, I mean, when I see millionaire people wearing these brands, it's 100%. It's funny, too, because they probably aren't really paying for that stuff yeah, that's a lot I of heard. the time. They just... Uh, the promotion. Isn't it, uh, it's a the game. War, eh? the it's a game. Working funny ways sometimes. Sometimes it is, but that's why people like yourself are so valuable. Options, looking good, feeling good. Yeah. Custom. I love that. You're wearing your own dress right oh, now, yes. correct? I've made Show this, that off a little bit. This I made is this through pandemic, and um, I just said, oh, I have to start making clothing with masks. And then I that's cool. That's I like created a graffiti. this kind of mask with like a hoodie. And then I had this graffiti. I was just crazy about this That's graffiti cool. fabric. And I'm like, oh, what about this design? But me, I make one design and that's it. Right. I take picture. If you like it, you want it. Custom made and that's it. I just make one piece. On to the next thing. All all my my stuff is one piece. I have a hundred of pieces made for me. I have my, most of my closet is custom made. So, um, yeah, I just kind of like throw something on that I've made, take a picture, do you like it? Okay, I go a lot of times to clubs or uh, when I go to cabanas and wear my, my swimwear, the girls, oh my God, I love it, I love it. Go. No problem, here's my card, I can make you one custom. Do you go there for fun or for networking or both? I Well, I mean, I think I should use it as a networking because every time that I go, I make business with yeah. the girls. And, um, but for fun, it's a very nice place to go for the summer. Is, I think it's the best place in Toronto to actually Cabana. go. 
Cabana Shout Pool Cabana. Bar. Yeah. yeah. Cabana sponsor us. Let's go. Yes. Give me free like a, bottles. Let's make a floor splash and swimwear yes, yes. show. Yes, that'd be cool. Yeah, and um, a lot of times I've been there, the girls, that even the waitresses, oh my God, I love it, I love it. And and I make business, like they for sure custom made. And nice. I sell a couple, two, three pieces to the girls. Like, I mean, yes. It makes sense. My, my, because it's just me and like, I don't have a lot of employers right now. For me, just keep my networking, you know, on a low profile and just like, like low yeah it's good i don't want to like overwhelm myself with work this is where i want to start to train people that's a great point because yeah. then it becomes work like it becomes oh my god i gotta do this then this, i need and a this. team yeah i need a team when you keep it to us you keep it to your schedule it's still fun you're still be able to create smart yes yes i keep it uh i keep it to my schedule and i i'm actually pretty busy i don't uh I always uh, get this one or two new girls that just see my costume and they said, I wanted to make my own dresses and sell them. Okay, no problem. I make them for you. Nice. And not also on, they, they make the dresses and they sell well and that's it. I have to make the dresses because nobody else will make them for them. I got to do it. Yes. And it's cool. And they're happy with the work that I make and I'm happy to help them. I, I help them resourcing everything they need. Uh, do you need elastic? You need this. You need that. This is the best place to to save money. You know, on on. I know um, my fashion school. That's the one thing that they teach me. That it was nice. It was like a lot of resourcing where you can buy the best prices, on like that, uh, threads, zipper, fabrics. The best. Yeah. That's good. That's good business acumen. Yeah, and Canadian working with Canadians, right? Like, yeah. a, like if if you really put together like a label in Canada. And lots of Canadians will be able to wear this label with labor in Canada and fabric in Canada, thread in Canada. The businesses stay in, in our country. We don't have to make money to other countries when we can just make our own pieces here, sell them here and create that revenue for our own country, right? Agreed. Support local for yes, sure. I support, love that. Support local. 100%. Love that. 100%. Amazing. Flores Fashion. I really enjoyed our conversation. Is Thank there you. anything you'd like to promote? We got Flores Fashion on Instagram, floresfashion.ca. And fashiondesignerforyou.com. Fashiondesignerforyou.com. That would be the website if you guys wanted to um, contact me. And Flores Fashion will be actually making videos and tutorials on how to make clothing. Is something that I, uh, we have a vision for the future. And uh, hopefully we can build our team for custom made. I'm excited to see what you have in store. Very <laughs> excited. Really enjoyed Thank this conversation. You. Thank you so much for joining. Versatile Vigilante Flores Fashion. Like, subscribe, follow. Look out for some rainbow Thank shirts. You. I'll be modeling. You know, let's go.